This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. Hi everyone. You are listening to Brewing Talks, the perfect marketing concoction. I'm Madhulika, your host for the show, and I'm also a marketing entrepreneur and a podcaster. Well, building a brand is not easy. Rejuvenating a brand even more difficult. It's exciting but difficult. To talk about exciting challenges, one's journey from film and theater to becoming an entrepreneur. I have with me on Brewing Talks today Perizad Zorabian. Welcome to the show Perizad and thank you so much for taking our time for it. Thank you Madhulika. I'm so looking forward to our conversation today. Same here Perizad, same here. Well, uh, Perizad really doesn't need an introduction, but uh, we all know her as a very famous film and theater personality. Well, she's also been a trained western classical dance ballet dancer. Wow, that's something I wasn't too aware of. Uh Perizad is also an MBA in marketing from the City University New York. She is now definitely the full-time director of her family-owned business Zurabian Chicken. Zurabian Chicken was started around close to 38 years ago by her father Mr. Koram Zurabian with a vision to be a premium producer of of the chicken industry, of the poultry industry. From wholesale space to retail brand, this brand has come a long way. So Perizad let me start by asking you this question about how this this shift happened for you uh, you know from a very uh, an, an industry all about performing arts very creative to you know joining a family owned business so how did this whole transition happen is something i'm very eager to know about so you know uh, madhulika um, when i was a little girl if anyone mm-hmm. asked me what you know how they say what do you want to become when you grow up right mm-hmm. uh, the answer was never to be an actor it okay. was never although i did train in ballet for 12 years you know it was never about um, you know being an actress or being an artist it was always about being an entrepreneur and i had an uncle um, who went to cornell and did his mba there so i was always as an 8 year old said oh i'm going to you know be an entrepreneur you know when i could barely pronounce the word and i would you know because i i went to the campus at cornell and i was so impressed by that i i said i would do my mba Okay. right so not okay. not really giving it much thought but um you know i'm daddy's girl you know okay. i've always kind of you know i've looked up to my father he's a first generation entrepreneur who okay. i you know i see someone who's so brave who takes chances who takes risks and you know he grew this business and i've seen him through all his stages of his various businesses mm-hmm. and i thought being an entrepreneur was really really challenging mm-hmm. you know so I, that was always the dream Okay, um okay. of course i enjoyed you know it, whenever i was on stage whether it was theater whether it was elocution in school whether it was dancing with ballet i i it brought me a lot of joy but right, i didn't really right. imagine that you know it could have been a career right so mm-hmm. i did go to the us to do my mba you know mm-hmm. and uh, post that i was in new york which is you know the heart of you know the city of performing arts it is lee strasberg which right. is like the the school to kind of be in so post my mba i actually did a year and a half at lee strasberg only because i'm like when am i ever going to be in new york again you know living mm-hmm. my life out and i luckily mm-hmm. i come from a family that has been always very broad minded in terms of you know live your dream whatever it is right. you know and give right. everything in life your best so i think acting kind of happened um out of you know pure coincidence okay. and um you know because i was at the right time at the right place i think because when i did bollywood calling independent cinema just kind of started right mm-hmm. and right. then i kind of was first on the boat on that wave and i saw such success that um you know i my father and my mother both were like you know what a young ones live your dreams enjoy yourself right. you know i've always been i've always been fantastic on stage right and they've mm-hmm. seen me as a little girl dancing and doing all of that so they're like right. you know what do this and whenever you want to come back to the business you know this is your business it's a you know a security net that you'll always have right. and you right. can always come back so um whilst i you know you know had a fantastic stint as an actor you know i think the core of me was always a murgi wali and uh, i kind of came back into the business madhulika when the business was seeing a really really tough time right. also it was a time when i was pregnant 
you know, with my okay. first child. Okay. Okay. And I'm a workaholic. I'm not someone who kind of, uh, you know, can sit in the house and be this rich little wife. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, and of course, there was immense stress my father was facing with the business. And in the midst of all of that, he was launching um, a retail brand. And he wanted to launch these sausages and salamis and some packaging came to me, which looked really down market and crap. Mm-hmm. And I told him that and I got two galis in typical Irani style. And he said, you know what, don't give me, like, tell, tell me something is down market and act like so fancy. He's saying, in Gujarati, so fix <laughs> yeah. you know? So right, like, stop right. giving me all your, I'm the one who educated you. I'm the Got one it. who bloody sent you abroad. <laughs> and now you're looking down on my team's work and saying, oh dad, mm. it's so down market. Mm. And I got two galis and I came to kind of redesign the packaging for Zurabi. Okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, realized that things were not as good as, you know, uh, it should have been, you know, that we were in a really bad, you know, state. And mm-hmm. my father was still kind of uh, so stubborn about having this big factory put up that I kind of, you know, those one, those meetings I would have with the design team to design the packaging then got me more and more involved with the business, you know, okay. and then there was a packaging, there was a product, but how do you kind of sell it? And that's how I kind of got sucked into the business, you okay. know, okay. and my brother-in-law, Percy, always told me, you know, retail mm-hmm. is addictive. It's like a nasha. You know, Mm, mm. once you see little success, you know, it kind of Mm. hooks you on. So I think the, uh, the, the, I I don't think if you asked me 10 years ago Mm -hmm. that, you know, Oh, Perizar is your dream to make Zorabian, the number one chicken in India. I would have never in my wildest dreams imagined Mm -hmm. that we would have done a journey that we've taken. Right. So literally what, what came in as naively is kind of fixing a packaging you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, spiraled and snowballed into something as large as what we've built today, which I'm so grateful right. for. Absolutely. So, okay. So you said this already that, you know, you mentioned about uh, when you kind of got into the business in some form, uh, right. it was really not going through the, the best of times. Right. And that's, that's even more challenging because you have to put together your best to make sure that, and you have that, somebody, you have that emotional thing about being a part of the family business and that to something your father started. So that's even more responsibility, right? What were the key challenges that you faced, Prezat? Uh, Obviously, you took a decision that, okay, I want to get into it now, which started with the thing like packaging, as you said. So what were the other challenges that the business was going through that you took on on yourself to, you know, take it forward and combat it? So, Madhulika, when I uh, joined Zorabian, um, you know, we were the leaders in, uh, you know, quality chicken. We were always a, a premium niche brand we were okay. all we were known for our quality and every quality conscious institutional horeca player would have zurabian right mm-hmm. so all the big boys who valued quality would only want zurabian and that's why we kind of thrived we did so well and what happened was when the other big multinationals came in and the economies of scale changed right mm-hmm. we were no longer uh, cost competitive Right. And right. it reached a point where, you know, uh, yeah, your quality is great, but you know, for an institutional product, which goes into a biryani or a butter chicken, mm-hmm. who the hell is going to pay 20 rupees more kilo? Correct. Right. Correct. So I'm just Correct. saying, because that's the, you know, the hotel mindset, hmm. you know, so that entire business started shrinking for us and, um, you know, we, we got hit by a bird flu and it was, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, all mid-sized farmers, you know, that were my father's size all of them kind of shut shop and my father was deep in debt and that's when I kind of stepped in and uh, you know he's someone who kind of really wanted to like so the factory plan was already there the foundation was already laid he he was not going to let this kind of upset things right in terms of his vision and what he wanted to do Um, so I stepped in to um, kind of really uh, support him because I've, I had never seen the business or him mm-hmm. in such a bad situation. Okay. So the business that I walked into was a business with huge challenges. We had no money. We were deep in debt. Okay. We were, um, you know, we, we were no longer competitive in the wholesale institutional space. Right. And, um, you know, we were at the onset of launching a retail brand, which mm-hmm. we had never been in the retail space. Um, mm-hmm. at, luckily at that point we had Reliance who wanted fresh tray packs. Now okay. again, the, the, the category head was a doctor, a poultry doctor 
who knows how to rabbin grows their birds who knows who understood quality he wasn't some random purchase head who you know was only looking at price right and you mm-hmm. they were trying to launch a retail product for fresh chicken but like right. they like in the us and abroad they wanted pre cut pre clean and because we had no other i mean business was so low for us we mm-hmm. took on the opportunity of doing this right and he said listen mm-hmm. i want you all to cut the chicken clean the chicken put in a tray wrap it cling it and mm-hmm. my dad said i'll do all of this which mm-hmm. we were not a company that would do that right but we said right. we do all of this but allow us to put our name right mm-hmm. and we put the zurabin at that point the zurabin was only one small little sticker you know that we right. used to right. put and okay. of, of course i came in and um, i came in for zurabin foods really the sausage salami you know okay. i came in okay. for all of that okay and i remember one crazy meeting with uh, Dr. Dash for Reliance. When he, we were talking about Zurabin Foods, which is a radical range, which was which was under me at that point of time, mm-hmm. and I said, "Oh," he said, "You know, I want this about the tray pack." And I said, "You know what? I don't look at that because that's not my idea of that's not my, what the category I take care of." Mm-hmm. He said, "That is going to be your fastest growing category. That's the category you need to kind of you know focus on." Mm-hmm. And that's when um, I kind of uh, took on uh, Zurabin's fresh. Uh, you know chill range completely okay. and uh, grew the tray packs which are would not just turn to be our cash cow but also turn which kind of turn the company around mm-hmm. right so the challenges i faced madhulika mm-hmm. were paucity of funds okay. was uh, you know a loyal fabulous team that mm-hmm. was tired right okay. because okay. i mean they you know it was whatever th- you know at least what, 16 17 18 years of mm-hmm. you know ups and downs of poultry and then it's it's really rough and then with no experience or expertise of retail right mm. luckily i think the mba and a little of that international exposure helped me but right. then to kind of rechange the mindset of the existing team that's been so loyal to my father correct right? correct and make them correct. realize the value of retail means attention to detail even more right mm. honoring mm. your customer even more realizing the value of supplying like five packets so i started mm-hmm. big basket you know with four supplying them four packets of tray pack which mm-hmm. a large company wholesale mindset for them it's crap right because they used mm. to dumping 200 300 kilos at one place you know not mm. four kilos to something right so i mean right. just so i i faced a lot of challenges not just financial but also in terms of a team in terms of a mindset at a recreate mm. a whole new structure mm. and i think the best piece of advice my husband gave me was you know don't uh, don't wreck what is a foundation that my father has built okay. whatever else you do build around it right okay. and i think that was the best piece of advice i got because uh i always I, i mean i've grown up with half the guys i work with even today you know mm-hmm. so i had to kind of um not come in all guns blazing and imagine myself to be this jhansi mm-hmm. kirani and you know destroy everything to recreate <laughs> yeah, it yeah. i was going to you know um you know develop on the current foundation as well as build you know on it right which is mm-hmm. something i keep telling all the new people i hire and all the new team members that come on to our team you know jo chal raha hai na don't try and say don't find mistakes with what is happening in the business right mm-hmm. you know try and better it and try and you know be respectful of that you've got this job is because of what they've created right mm-hmm. so it's very easy to come in and criticize and say oh this is not new age that is not new age and that's mm-hmm. one thing as an entrepreneur madhulika i've learned you know mm-hmm. um is that you know you need to respect the system mm-hmm. and you need to create a new system around it you know True. and then the old and new kind of you know merge you know mm-hmm. and i think as an entrepreneur the you know we today we're, a, we're like the top 3 chicken brands in india you know in terms of quality we're number 1 um you know you, you think quality things are happening so all that's great success right mm-hmm. we've scaled up we're doing so well but i think you know the growth i've taken as a person right through this through the last decade has been incredible you know wow. from this yeah. fiery feisty um you know a bit self absorbed girl you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. to kind yeah, of know. you know you know you're you're realizing the value of everybody around you yeah, and really yeah. you know uh, their contribution to the journey right so it's, it's uh, the, i think for me that that personal growth also was as much um a high or as much a sign of success as mm. 
all the other we just won the most trusted brands uh, with mm. cnbc we were the economic times okay. um, best brand so you know we're getting all the accolades you know the raj bhavan we won uh, the governor gave us um, you know uh, right. an award right. for being a covid warrior so i'm just saying so we with, with god's grace we're getting acknowledged for our, for being who we are for you know making the stand that we're taking right. but i think you know uh, the the accolades are also the kind of lessons i've learned as an entrepreneur right through mm. completely true absolutely so you said something very interesting uh, you know when you spoke about uh, the the key challenges one was obviously the the funds you know funds being right. in, inadequate the positive fund and the second was about uh you know the employees or the team being tired or rather right. demotivated right. now on on this second point i want you to say something beyond what was your so called like strategy to bring back uh, the stronger employee from a brand perspective right so was there any specific action steps taken from a marketing perspective or a business perspective to you know beef their motivations and you know bring them back to the to feel make them believe more rather i would say right So you know, for them, I was this American MBA who came back, um, who was supposed to join the business immediately, but who became an actress. So I think a lot of them looked at me a little cynically. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That seriously, oh, you know, she went, but but she went to the do her MBA. She came back. She became an actress now because she's pregnant. She's coming to work. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it kind of you don't really have much where. they'll imagine that you're here because you know you come in for a purpose so i think in terms of the first thing i did was clarity in communication right clarity in communication on what i thought would okay. be the way forward for us so i was very clear with these guys because you know not to undermine all their efforts we have a wholesale team we have you know i i built a retail team and for the longest time there was always a conflict between the two mm-hmm. first the wholesale looked down upon the retail because we were such a tiny tot compared mm, to them mm, and now mm. we've become the the retail team has become the giants mm. and the wholesale obviously it has stayed they've stayed where they are right mm, so mm. obviously there are ego clashes and there's a whole lot of that right but i kind of um you know communication was key for me in terms of communicating um to all everyone who worked with us that um I don't want the retail guys to kind of act like oh we're the shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And have, you know, and the wholesale, which you know, wholesale bitch too. You know, mm-hmm. it's a mindset which you get, right? So basically, right. all the numbers and all the base and everything that we could do came from our wholesale numbers. So I kind mm-hmm. of, in my communication, always valued and respected what they put on the table. But of course, the value creation and uh, the loyal customer, the, the loyal final B two C customer base came from the retail space. right mm-hmm. so of course the team was acknowledged for those efforts as well even though their numbers were not as great initially mm-hmm. um so communication was key way because when you build up a new team and try and merge the new with the old um, you know it's it's just ego and drama right mm-hmm. so constantly talking to your team and kind of uh, being focused towards merging the two and okay. you know making people feel as important right mm-hmm. was i think the big thing that i did in terms of hr and in terms of you know um uh, team morale right mm-hmm. because you know, as it is beat as it is things are not worked out then these new retail kids come in and behave like they are like you know the cats discuss that mm-hmm. that kind of you know there was a bit of animosity and a bit of like tension in the company mm-hmm. which is something i think on a team level i worked very hard Okay. to kind of equalize and from a marketing and a, a perspective i think for every brand communication is very very important mm-hmm. so what was a small little sticker in uh, which cost mm-hmm. 50 paisa you know mm-hmm. i redesigned uh, even the tray packs right mm-hmm. and i studied in the us so i was like i want the tray pack to look like this and my dad's like are you crazy that sticker will cost 5 and 6 rupees a tray mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. eat into our margins and like that yeah. it has to look a certain way for us to right. be able to sell it as a premium and from a 50 paisa sticker i jumped onto a 5 rupees 62 paisa sticker which my father was like this is all humbug you know maybe it's correct, not scary correct. but yeah. i was able to communicate and i think we were the first right and today everybody else including our large competitors you know copy our designs right mm-hmm. if you see our tray packs they picked up our tray packs and copied even the color scheme mm-hmm. you know so it's 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 with zero create uh, uh, creativity so yeah. i think when we what we started with was um which i was very and what i studied in the us also was to commun- brand communication 
And mm-hmm. I kind of, um, and the first way you communicate is to the product. So the product and the packaging was A class. Mm-hmm. And I think um, every marketing for us at that point with positive funds was all uh, a point of purchase communication. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was all about, you know, so even like we, I would think 10 times. I remember at that point if I was doing, a, you know, printing a poster or mm. branding a store or how I would brand a store. Of course, right now in Bombay, we're like the most visible brand you can see in a cold storage. You know, mm. and I keep telling my brand guys, you know, my father doesn't own a bank, you know, yeah. take it easy. But at yeah. that point, yeah. you know, when you, when you don't have the money to do that, but you found Correct. innovative ways to kind of uh, communicate with your retail mm. customer. And now, of course, post the pandemic, Oh, like over the last year, we're communicating even more with the final B two C consumer. Mm-hmm. So you know, mm-hmm. with with challenges, uh, your strategy in terms of communication, in terms of you know what you stand for, kind of changes completely. Mm-hmm. You know, correct. Um, correct. When we were when we were in COVID, you know, so I had my parent and sales that talked to me yesterday, and he said, "Ma'am, I know amongst all the other stuff that you've done, you know, during the, the last pandemic, you were communicating to." There were videos of me going out to all our cold storages, all our malls, mm-hmm. you know, communicate okay. because there was so much of a demand. There was, you know, we were not able right. to catch up with supplies. There were so many challenges you were facing, right? Okay. Um, okay. And the only way we kind of managed because I was, I kept the communication alive. Wonderful. So I think, um, yeah, for me, communication is a biggie, mm-hmm. you know, and how you communicate, how sincerely you communicate mm-hmm. kind of has to run down not only from me to the team, to mm-hmm. like our partners, but also through my entire team to the partners. Mm-hmm. So the way I communicate has to be synonymous and the driver has to communicate with the same respect, the same, you know, the same appreciation and the same gratitude. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, so even though I even coming from a wholesale, wholesale space to becoming a retail brand was also consciously a decision by you to solidify the identity of the brand, right? Because what happens with wholesale, as you rightly said, that people who are like you, it's being served in hotels, they don't know which brand they're finally consuming. And another part about this industry, Perizad, is it's a highly disorganized industry, unorganized rather, I would yes, say. Yes. Uh, we, we are used to seeing these small, you know, chicken shops uh, in towns and wherever else, right? It's like people have got used to, especially in our country, to a large right. extent. So right. even to change the mindset of people to make them more aware, you know, that how much it's important to have a hygienically done chicken or chicken products. Right. So uh, right. there was there a strategy from your end to educate people to get into educative kind of uh, content, you know, to not just obviously talking about the brand, but also about what the brand can do to the industry as a whole. Right. So, um, you know, like I said, when we started, um, uh, we started with Reliance. We took on an opportunity because we were in great, uh, you know, we were in a really tough situation. Mm-hmm. Now, it, Zorabian did so well with Reliance that I remember mm-hmm. going to Godrej Nature's Basket okay. to list my sausages and salami okay. and all of those products, right? Because they had their own brand. And uh, the category had said, listen, we want your chicken, your fresh chicken. I'm like, but why would you want my fresh chicken? You know, um, you say no, because, you know, you, you guys have a great, uh, you know, and we were at that point, we were supplying Reliance and then we started supplying all our main general trade stores, like the cold storages, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right? So obviously they knew the brand was already sparking, right? They're already growing. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of said, listen, we want you on as our second brand that mm-hmm. is in nature's basket. And then we were already in hypercity, you know, then things just kind of took off. Right. Mm-hmm. But really it, it, it happened because of word of mouth, Madhulika. Right. So okay. um, if you, you know, and for me, I knew that this is the only thing that would save us because I know how we grow our chickens. I know how different we are in terms of, you know, my brother runs the entire farming operations. Okay. He runs the entire processing. So, okay. you know, there's, it's, you know, it's antibiotic free, hormone free. There is, you know, it's 100% natural. We don't put any um, additives to kind of okay. any weight gainers to kind of mm-hmm. make the bird put on weight faster. All that affects mm-hmm. the quality of meat, right? So mm-hmm. I knew the minute you have it, you have my chicken in a tray, which has my name, mm-hmm. the, you, you, you cannot touch, no, no other chicken can touch me because no other company has the guts to do what we do. Okay. Right. Okay. So we don't have any STTP in our, you know, once you process it, we don't preserve it with STTP because we maintain cold chain. Mm-hmm. Right. So we do, we do, mm-hmm. we, we do things that are very kind of, you know, 
um, you know, crazy in a sort of way because my mm. brother is completely crazy and whacked out in terms of <laughs> his obsession with, you know, he's vegan and his okay. obsession okay. with what, yeah. So, you know, his obsession with the quality of meat that's going to go out there. Okay. Right. So, um, I mean, I knew that the minute that, that there was a name to the product, um, you know, we would stand apart. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wouldn't be dealing with, you know, purchase managers who would say, Mereko any of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, um, you know, when you have a great product, it is your mm-hmm. greatest communicator, correct. right? And correct. nothing beats great word of mouth, correct. right? So honestly, um, you know, so when we, st- I wanted a good looking product for it to go off the shelves correct. because I knew the product inside was great, right? But you have mm-hmm. to have it picked up. Correct. So the Absolutely. packaging was outstanding and exquisite mm-hmm. and completely um, in its time, right? Completely like revolutionary, right? They, they, there was okay. nothing like uh, out there in the market like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so the, the product got picked up because of great packaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, the product inside was exquisite. So mm-hmm. of course the experience was fantastic. Like our chicken has no fat on it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you don't even have to clean it, you know, with, with the other products, you have to clean the chicken and there's all liver and all that nonsense stuck into that packet. You know, we don't have any of that crap in it, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, we always say once is Zorabin, always is Zorabin, right? Mm-hmm. Once you eat Zorabin chicken, you ain't going nowhere else, you know? Okay, so, I think okay. that word of mouth really, so that was the second right. thing. That was, that was part two of a great product mm-hmm. offering. Uh, and post that came the communication about, you know, health and that there was no hormones. No one even understood it when we started and we would say Correct. stuff like that. Correct. It was like gibberish, right? Because no one was even interested. No one mm-hmm. even knew. Of course, now everyone wants to know hormone check, steroid check, but now consumers are asking those questions. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago, no one cared. No one knew, you know? Correct. So to kind of say it was educating them, right? Mm-hmm. And to say, listen, you know what? Um, more than anything else, you're eating chicken that we've grown, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not eating chicken in a store, um, you know, where the bird is under tremendous amounts of stress and where that chicken has come from. So we have a vertically integrated farm. We grow our mm-hmm. birds. So that was what came out in all our communication there. Okay, besides okay. antibiotic, hormone-free, whatever, you know what? We grow our own birds, right? Mm-hmm. So you are what you eat, right? Your toxins mm-hmm. are, you know, so how great a life the chicken has is mm-hmm. the, those many less toxins in that bird. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? True, how the true. bird is kept, yeah. how, you know, the stress yeah. levels when they're killed, right? All of that has an effect on the meat, right? Mm-hmm. So we have such fantastic uh, best practices in place, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it all affects, it all affects what you So I think communicating all of that mm-hmm. was really uh, important to me and that's what we kind of focused on. You know, in wow. the US, there's a company called Purdue okay. and I kind of studied... Uh, about Purdue when I was doing my MBA. Mm-hmm. And so my dream was always to be the Purdue of India. You know, okay. it's, a, it's the second largest in the US, but okay. it's still a family owned business. And, okay. you know, it's still about being pure and fantastic and beautiful. So it's not mass and, you know, it's not like it's, it's large, but it's still like the values are very like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so as we've grown in size mm-hmm. and scale, you know, um, I always say our communication and you know, everything that we stand for has to still be premium niche because that's what we are. Right. It's yeah. I mean, you so rightly said, Periza, that, uh, you know, uh, it, the foremost uh, priority for any brand or a company or a business is to solidify the brand, the promise it's making to its customer and live up to that promise throughout the journey. And then comes and then comes all the the good looking stuff about your, uh, you know, advertisements and whatever else that you do. In, so in everything is humbug, I believe, right? Everything is yes. humbug if your yeah. product isn't good. If right? your product isn't because, good. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. even even though I spruce the packaging and from that one sticker, I went to this fancy label. The point is that the damn product is so good. Then the add on was the communication, right? So our tagline is cheers to a healthier you, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, that when you're eating protein, and you're eating chicken, you know, like, you know, you'd have, you better know what you're eating. You better know the quality of meat that you're eating, right? You, right. you, 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 know, you, you, you better kind of put like the best stuff into your body. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that is like, for example, a whole ready to cook range, you know, our sheet kebabs, our burger patties, our nuggets, they're all pure meat. There's no soya and chamdi and all that nonsense mixed in it. So whilst our nuggets may not look the best, you know, they, 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 for healthy, my children need it three times a day. 
I mean, right. eat my products, like, whether it's sausage, sausages in the morning or, you know, they'll do their tikkas or whatever or a snack like shik kebab roll in the evening. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I trust because I know what I'm putting into the product that my right. children can right. eat it. You know, so right. I think, I think, and then of course, when you walk the talk, right? So mm. I think it's very important. You know, my brother always says, I'm the brand spokesperson, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, th- I think, you know, today we have a brand team and we're all very fancy. You know, mm-hmm. and I keep telling them, don't go into anything that's gimmicky, you know, mm-hmm. like stay true. So we kind of have our own homegrown team, right? Who understands mm-hmm. our values, who knows what the family is like, mm-hmm. you know, because it's very irritating to work with an agency that just does stuff for gimmicks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, even now, like we do everything in house ourselves, mm-hmm. but for example, we you know, we've kind of collaborated with someone for influenza marketing, right? Mm-hmm. And I keep telling her, like, listen, you know, this is not Zarabian. You know, mm-hmm. I, this cannot be it. You know, so they come up with these, you know what I'm saying? So I think yeah, I know. brand yeah. communication is so important, Madhurika, and it should reflect yeah. and resonate and say the same thing. And being gimmicky is just like hogwash. It's just correct. No, but it's an icing on the cake if your brand is strong and is delivering strong promise to its customer. And with that, you top it up with some interesting campaigns or messaging. And that's where my point to understand from you more is about when you were putting things together for your brand in terms of uh, rejuvenating it as such. Right. What were the like or rather in today's time when there's so much of clutter of messaging happening on social media, digital marketing, what are the key areas of uh, promotion that you focus on? So let me just tell you, my team thinks I'm very archaic and very boring and I'm not relevant and I'm just, you know, uh, a buddhi. Okay, let me just tell you. Okay, and I'm all these young guys and they're like, you know, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. So let me tell you, but I keep telling them, I said, listen, I know what the hell I'm doing and I'm going to do it the way I want to do it, right? So in terms of brand communication, you know, I, uh, for me, um, you know, our processes are important, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the fact that we're vertically integrated is important. The way that the, the fact that we grow our own birds and the fact that we distribute our own chicken, all of that has to come across very, very strongly in my communication, you know? So everything else. So when we do influencer marketing, right? Mm-hmm. I focus on, um, for example, I've given clear, a clear kind of mandate that I, I do want to kind of uh, connect with the mommy bloggers. You know, uh, the mom, the moms, right? Because it's, right, it's a healthy right. product. You know, it's, it's a trust factor. You right. know, when you trust something, you've got to kind of, you know, uh, you want that. In terms of lifestyle, I'm, I'm very, very keen on connecting with people who are into fitness, right? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, we, we have lean meats, we have clean meat, you know? So, mm-hmm. if, you know, your, your diet is as clean as possible if we think Zorabian. Right. So right. if you're doing a right. breast bonus piece, it's not got SCTP in it. It's not got anything, you know, mm-hmm. the meat of the chicken, because the chicken has not got a weight gain on it. You're not mm-hmm. eating all of that when you eat the meat. Right. right. So right. I'm just, so I think the, um, uh, my, my communication, um, uh, in terms of marketing initiatives. So we are doing uh, a lot of influencer kind of marketing kind of to be relevant on social media. Okay. Um, and I think, uh, the, uh, communication is about health. It's about, Fitness is about trust and it's about convenience. It's about, um, you know, feeling safe, Mm -hmm. especially with COVID, you know, the whole, uh, Mm. all our marketing initiatives was kind of showing them what we were doing at the farm, that, you know, how the product is handled, you know, how the product is distributed. It's not, I'm not a large company that I handle my own distribution, not giving it to some random person to distribute it. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's no bacteria buildup. That's why I can have no preservatives. So I think Mm. my communication, um, is on health, is on trust, is on, mm-hmm. you know, lifestyle uh, in okay. a big way. You know, so okay. I don't position okay. myself as ghar ka fast food and I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the mediums that you are uh, predominantly inclined towards are more to do with what? Social, digital, so, influencer so, marketing, you know, as you said. Yeah. So we've never done an advertisement in a newspaper ever in our lives. Okay. We have no money. We've never had the money to do that. We've yeah. never done hoardings. Okay. Uh, right. So we've, um, like I said, in, initially it was all uh, pointed purchase, right? Mm. So the stores would have, you know, our branding and we were quite okay. aggressive with that. Uh, okay. We would do intensive samplings. Mm-hmm. So that would be a huge marketing because when you taste the sheik kebab, you will only eat our sheik kebab. Mm-hmm. When you taste my sausage and you don't taste fat in it, you'll only eat my sausage. 
you know, you won't get any charbi, varbi ka baas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we did a, we spend a lot of money on sampling our products, and um, you know, we kind of picked up, you know, even to my RTC range, like grade A packaging. Nothing mm-hmm. substandard, right? For it. Mm-hmm. So um, and now uh, we're a little late in the game, but over this last whatever year, we've kind of somewhat. Woken up to Instagram and Facebook, and mm. you know, mm. uh, we never had the need to kind of do mm. that. So we've kind of now woken up a little bit, uh, mm. you know, to that. True. So I think I I kind of woke up to it a bit late. I should have been a little more with the mm. program. But things are going so well, and we're like yeah. the number one chicken vendor in Nature's Basket. We're the number one chicken vendor in Big Basket. So I mean, you know, it correct, was, correct. I was I was focusing on growth. I was focusing on a pan India presence, and I was focusing mm-hmm. on all of that. You know, I was just like, you know, I didn't take Instagram or any of that to seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, um, okay. and now of course I'm regretting that a bit. Okay, okay, perfect. And, and but I'm starting on a new journey actually. So I'm learning. Yes, you know? absolutely. So I'm now learning SEO, and I'm now learning SEM, and I'm like, oh God, what's the difference between the two? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but you know, because the markets have changed so drastically for us now, I have no choice but to kind of, of course, you know, when my team looks at me, I'm like, hey, bye. I have picked this company from zero, you know, <laughs> and pulled it up to there and built a retail thing. Please don't yeah. underestimate what I can do on an online space. Yeah, okay, so just not. I may have I may have jumped on a little late, but I'm going to catch up. You know, so don't feel, don't give me that condescending. We told you, ma'am, but you didn't listen. Kind of nonsense look. <laughs> yeah. Right. And digital is a journey that's like ever evolving. Yeah. So it's just yeah. you just have to catch up in the trends yeah, and just exactly. move on from yeah. there. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Prasad, I'm moving on to uh, the same kind of question, similar question that I asked you about the challenges. But this time, uh, my focus on the challenges is more to do with you as a woman entrepreneur. So, and I think if I if I know this correctly, when you started and got into the business, uh, the woman entrepreneurship wasn't that. you know prominent right we were not hearing right. of too many women entrepreneurs getting into their whether it's their own business they're starting up or it's a family owned business so what were the challenges did you ever come across the typical gender bias things and especially because you came from a film background right uh, which is right. again very different from what you were getting into so right. did you face any such kind of challenges uh, which kind of became a bit of a hurdle for you to grow further into this area you know or gear up your brand further for that matter right So um you know like i said this business has been on for the last 38 39 years mm-hmm. and so everybody uh you know my father breeds a lot of loyalty so all our senior general managers and all of them have seen me as a little child right and they've always known me to be this feisty little girl you know right. my father's favorite you know and always someone who um you know uh I taught Bombay University. I got a gold medal. Yeah, I was a gold medalist in Bombay University. Right, I right. Did my MCOM Part One. I went to the US. I got my MBA. You know, so uh, they've always looked at me as someone who kind of walked the talk and mm-hmm. achieved things. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, even when the acting thing happened, I was actually at back. I, I moved back from the US to work with my dad. Right, mm-hmm. and I was at office when Bollywood Calling got offered to me, and I was working between Bollywood Calling and Mumbai Matinee. So okay. they, I mean, they've the acting also. Then I didn't come back and say I'm going to be an actress. I came back to work with them. I was working with them. I was in charge of purchases. I was at that point trading in live chicken. I was buying soya. I was buying makka. There was a CV in the office. You mm-hmm. know, I went to Hyderabad, shot a film, came back. So they knew me as a hardworking, no nonsense kind of person, mm-hmm. right? And then of course I became. I, I met with tremendous success even as an actor. Mm-hmm. in my own space in my independent niche cinema but i was still mm-hmm. hugely respected right, right. so i wasn't some like random actor mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. sidey type situation you know what i'm saying i went in yep. national films you mm-hmm. know i played indira gandhi i was a mm-hmm. mcdowell in in england i went to china for 3 months so mm-hmm. all these all the senior management kind mm-hmm. of looked up to me because okay. boss you know even with the acting bit given mm-hmm. my you know parsi english hindi constraints mm-hmm. i still created a niche that was very unique to me mm-hmm. right with a lot of respect with a lot of dignity 
without right. without okay. kind of you know cheapening the family's name, right? Mm-hmm. So there was they, I think and every time I went kind of to speak anywhere, I always spoke about Zorabian and I always spoke about you know okay. being a Murgi Wali in all my interviews <laughs> and that. So <laughs> you know there was a lot of respect they had for me for even my journey as an actor. Okay. You know, so when I came back um, and I came back and everything was so bad, I think a, a lot of them believed I would wing it. Okay, right? that's great. So okay. that's that's like the good thing. And because success is a little contagious, right? So hmm. people it, people have an image of you depending on how, what hmm. you've achieved and true. what have you done, true. right? That's so they true. believe yes. that this girl will do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kichabri hai. You know, karegi. Mm-hmm. You know, once she puts her mind at something, you know, so they, they, yes. again, they've all known me since I was a child. They've right, seen me right. through every phase, you know. Um, true, true. Um, they've seen me marry well, a sensible person. You know, so mm-hmm. they're like, this girl's sorted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think in a way, um, I think my dad and everybody kind of, mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying put pressure, but imagine me being able to wing it. Wow. That you know, means a you lot. Know, yeah. So that <laughs> yeah. itself is hugely kind of, you know. Of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there were no, I mean, there were no. So the challenges were really uh, when I kind of try to put some things in place or change some mm-hmm. things in place. And then they say, nahi ho sakta hai. And aap samajhte nahi ho. And I'm like, sachi, mein samajhte nahi ho. Mein aake dispatch karoogi kar. You know, so I would be at 3.30 in the morning. I'd be with all my drivers, all my helpers. Okay. I'd be in rolled up jeans and champal and chicken fucking okay. water. And I would be doing a dispatch, right? So when we did a oh. whole room, and they said, oh ma'am, the ante room is too small. It cannot happen. I said, you know what? No worry. Mm. I will come. And the first okay. whole week, I will do dispatches with y'all. So I'm, um, so basically when you walk the talk with people, right. And then you don't shout and scream, but you go and help them do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they have no option, but to kind of, uh, you know, mess with you, you know, so Correct. of course, some of my dad's chamchas who would kind of, you know, do either ka other, make life a little difficult. Mm-hmm. And I was very clear with my father and everyone around, you know, that boss, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm doing, I'm doing. And and being very clear about your stand right. as well as being okay with getting your hands dirty and doing it True. kind True. of helped me tackle all obstacles. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I, and I'm very hands-on Madhulika. So, I mean, hmm. you know, we have like distribution points. We have bloody hell, you know, we've grown our retail outlets like three times over. Mm. you know whatever mm. and True. I'm like, you know what? So I've sat and I've, you know, scheduled dispatches in terms of, you know, which vehicle is going to pick up how many points, what are they going to do, mm-hmm. so, the driver, True. helper, you know, because technology only does that much, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, you know, and like, for example, the driver and helper knows, my God, these, you know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. everything from a sales rep's bell to the operation manager's schedule to the RACI, you know, wow. to, uh, okay. to every single thing, you know, mm, interesting. Uh, huh? I, I've yeah. been a part of, yeah, I've been a part of and very, very uh, hands-on. You know, my problem is I'm too hands-on. I need to bloody <laughs> now become a little hands-off and look right. at the larger picture. You know, mm. I think I enjoy operations and I'm such a control freak, right? Mm. And I know, so I know de- what you're saying. I'm so detail-oriented and I'm such, right. I'm a nerd. Like, I'm just such a, like, I get, I get stuck on one thing that, you know, I mean, right now, really, I need to kind of, uh, mm. you know, to take the next jump, really, you know, um, mm. you know, let True. go of it. Maybe at the stage, uh, I guess, but the stage when you did all that, I think it was important and it was much needed. Because I couldn't afford all those fancy people, no? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even right, the mentality right. still stays, na? Yeah, okay. it does, it does. Because I can do this. Why, why, why do I have to hire somebody to do this? I know. You know which is stupidity, yeah. which is really foolish. It is. It is. And I really need to change that because, you know, I'm aging, I'm going to burn out. And the scale that we want to grow and, you know, move at is not going to happen if I am kind of in the way. True, true. Yeah. True. yeah. So, Perisat, uh, any familiarity you see between uh, movies and brands? I mean, or rather movies and, you know, what you just established for yourself uh, as a brand or a business. So, do you see any similarity out there? So, you know, when I was uh, at least Strasbourg, um, mm-hmm. you know, one of my first lectures, the teacher, uh, it's an active school, and the teacher said, you know, any character you play, Right. Whether you're playing someone who's holier than thou, you're playing, um, you know, an antagonist and a villain. Right. There is mm-hmm. 10% of you and your aura, which carries on to every character you play. Right. Mm-hmm. So even if you're a villain, people will love you. If there's a, that bit of you will shine through in every character you portray. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And you know, that I think resonates in me so deeply because I think even with a brand, right? It, it, there's that aura that comes from a founder's belief, a founder's uh, values, a founder's, the, you know, it's a, it, my culture, my dad's culture will resonate in the entire company. You know, the way I am would resonate in, you know, in, um, you know, in all of us, right? So for example, the day we got delayed, that there was a new SEM guy who came and did a whole presentation. Now okay. it was an outstanding presentation, right? Okay. It's an outstanding one. And he, he worked so hard on it mm-hmm. and he took longer than necessary. And Jatin, okay. um, you know, kind of kept delaying you, right? Mm-hmm. So ordinarily, yeah. I would have given you clarity. I would have never done that too, because that's mm-hmm. not how, what I stand for. I do not appreciate anyone waiting in my office, waiting outside in the waiting area. Mm-hmm. I do not like it. I, when someone comes, I want them to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like people to wait endlessly. You mm-hmm. know, I find that mm-hmm. disrespectful. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like to kind of not live up to a commitment or take it for granted because, mm-hmm. you know, a, they can wait. That's okay. They need her more than she needs them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So true, I think, true. you know, in a brand and as an actor, the one thing, the commonality is aura, right? And an aura comes from really, um, both things resonate, um, your core values and the kind of person that you are, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's so important. Absolutely. So I think there's no difference, right? People, so every, in, in the pandemic, everybody and everyone I meet. So when I won the, we won the trusted brands, Vivek mm-hmm. Oberoi gave me the award. And of course I've known him from an actor. He yeah. looks at me and he smiles. He's saying, Hey, bye. I'm only eating your chicken up because my wife only <laughs> trusts you. So okay. I'm just saying, now, now his yeah. wife doesn't know me, right? She's yeah, met me once socially, but mm. there is a trust factor with Zorak, with Parizad as well. True, you know, true. so my friends will say, listen, we only like, and even people who don't know me, if, if someone recommends it, listen, please, Zorabin, I know Parizat personally, boss, I know that family personally. So I think brands, whether you're an actor, whether you're a brand, you know, um, you know, it's that aura and that aura comes from really from trust. You know, mm-hmm. so our That's core so principles are quality, integrity, mm-hmm. and trust. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, so sure. in chicken, uh, we have un unmatchable quality, unmatchable. Mm. Um, chicken is weight where you can cheat a lot with water, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so integrity forms a very core value in our business mm. and trust, right? True. You know, we don't ever break it. So when my father was going through his most horrific time, our mm. makka soya dealers were giving us a credit limit that, I mean, you could not even imagine, right? Okay. And I, I just, I, you know, and Jayesh was one of the guys who if you can fight with and I used to work in the office. And negotiate mm-hmm. price with him, right? And mm-hmm. when I came back and I saw his credit, right? And then I felt mm-hmm. so bad because I used to be such a bum with him. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Jayesh, why, how did you give us this kind of credit? Mm-hmm. Because okay. by the time I know that your father would never let me. You know, oh, of course, wow. he was making that kind of interest. But the point yeah. is, you know, to be able to run such a credit in a company that, you know, you know is in yeah. a financial mess, you know, my instinct would be bankaro, you know? Mm-hmm. But True. he said, no, I know your father would never cheat us. You know, so I, for me, that was such a strong statement Absolutely. that trust again, you know, so quality, integrity, trust. I always tell my team, cheating mm. mat karo. You know, mm. I keep, so we have these two kilo bags. I'm like, mm. put, you know, like five grams more. Don't put mm. five grams less, you know? So, Very you know, I said, don't, don't, don't embarrass me. You know, let me put my, so when I go into a meeting and people negotiate with me like idiots, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not that kind, I'm not that brand to negotiate with, right? Mm-hmm. Because I can give you 20 rupees cheaper and cheat you on day. I'm not going to do that to you, mm-hmm. right? I can give you breast boneless full of charbi, mm-hmm. right? And not clean it properly and I'm going to make that money, but I'm going to mm-hmm. give you clean fillets of breast boneless, right? So I, so I can, I can be so cocky and confident because yeah. I, you know, I walk the talk right? and because we don't compromise on anything. True, true. And it takes a lot to, you know, to be there and consistently deliver this. Yeah. Boss, it takes balls of steel. Absolutely. It's not, you know what? I defy, I don't know anyone who has the kind of courage we do. Really. Mm -hmm. Because the kind of margins we shave off, Mm -hmm. you know, is unreal. Right? Unreal. Because of the the stance that we take, Mm -hmm. you know, we're just shaving off all our margins. Right? So Mm -hmm. you need freaking guts to do what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. So if you're one of those typical commercial, I want to scale up and I want to do this, mm-hmm. never be able to get to where we are. Mm-hmm. 
completely agreed with that so with this uh, perisat as a concluding uh, you know uh, remark from you what would be your message to all the entrepreneurs or let's say this whole startup culture that's you know so widely being heard nowadays so what's your message to all the people who want to start up something on their own or want to you know take uh, the family business forward what's your message to all of them so the two different messages for anyone who is um, a second generation entrepreneur who's taken on a legacy of their family's business i think it's very important to understand what your business family business stands for and to i think uphold that legacy right to protect that legacy and to grow that legacy so do not be disruptive to kind of you know be innovative and kind of get new ideas in but by being respectful and not disruptive i think that's what i would tell a second generation uh, entrepreneur and in terms of uh, a new entrepreneur you know i'm like uh, do do something you're passionate about uh, mm-hmm. make sure your product is delivering value is delivering right. its promise because right. you know humbug and gloss mm-hmm. won't last that much right uh, mm-hmm. it will not kind of make you uh, it will not you cannot uh stand the test of time if you're not holding on to your your, your brand promise right mm-hmm. and i think um my greatest learning uh is you know mm-hmm. there is no single hero on a team it's all about teamwork mm-hmm. and when i say uh teamwork the person who contributes on the smallest level is mm-hmm. as important as the genius who kind of spins all the greatest ideas so i think mm-hmm. realizing the value of every team member is so critical in mm. uh, a team being successful and happy teams make successful teams so i think Absolutely. that's another really really important thing so whether you're a five person team or a 10 person team you know uh mm. really happiness is 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 really really critical mm. and i think baman's greatest again one of the greatest things he told me is like you know hire for attitude train for skill so whenever mm. i recruit, very interesting yeah there is that kind of person i hire you know so i can have some big daddy come in but if he talks like a jerk and mm. you know his mindset only is corrupt and dirty no matter mm. what numbers he'll give me and not growth he'll give Correct. me i'm not Correct. interested in working with that person you know mm. because that you know his 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 values will resonate into my sales staff into my you know will reflect my company and i don't i don't i don't want i don't want that i don't true, want that true. and the amazing part is that anyone who had deals with any of our team members has the mm. same thing to say to me that madam zorabin mein to alag hi log hote hain you know mm. and that comes with kind of really uh, hiring the right kind of people true absolutely i think this was one of the most inspiring conversation that i've had so far perisa and so sweet thank you madhurka it so was much. amazing thank and you. i think you know this this particular episode is going to be a true learning or rather a lot to take How? away you know for people who want to start up their businesses or having a struggle or some sort of challenges you know with funding or branding or whatever that that goes with it right so i Lovely. think there are there are a lot of key things that you know one can take away and i'm so glad that you know you you came to our show and you know you kind of enlightened us with so much of interesting insights from your journey absolute you know? pleasure absolute pleasure madhulika really absolute pleasure you know sometimes we we so caught up with like everyday issues and stresses that right. we, we we never kind of get the chance to go back right mm-hmm. through this conversation with you you know um you know you throw me back in time whatever i'm saying you know also gets that's re there's a reaffirmation in my brain right mm-hmm. true true for so much that is uh, that has come my way you know so i yeah. i also kind of walk away feeling very uh, uh, grateful you know for mm-hmm. having you know yeah. part of this incredible journey that sir abin's taking and will continue to take god willing i'm yeah. sure thank you for tuning in sign up and subscribe to brewing talks on the all new eplog.media website By subscribing you can stay updated on the upcoming episodes and also share your comments and discussion on the show. I will be eager to know your thoughts. You can also listen to Brewing Talks on Ghana, Spotify, Jiosavan, Apple or Google Podcast. I shall catch up with you all soon with yet another interesting brewing topic. Till then, stay creative, stay safe and take care.